0: you have a show, or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man! For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a once-worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not gonna plug your Nazi podcast, man, I'm sorry. You know what, I'm not sorry about that. But you're not gonna do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals, a mysterious, all-powerful character. A problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hey everybody, welcome to Off The Rack, I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. It's a comic book show where we take books from the past week, recap, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. Uh, So, I just got my notification, did you? Make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and click the bell to get notifications. I just got mine on my phone. And uh, it's a little bit intrusive, but you know what? I'm glad I get those notifications, because sometimes I never know when something's coming out. We've had a number of videos that have come out recently where I've had some people say I just found this
1: yeah like
0: a week after it launched yeah. And yeah not the way we want to do things no from there let's jump into some books huh yeah uh, by the way if you want to participate in this episode uh, you can do so by using the super chats those help us keep these lights off but yeah. also make the lighting look good uh, what that is basically my way of saying that we keep the lights on here at the studio by being paid through different various places Yes. one of them being the super chats so we're gonna read your super chats uh, when it's an organically appropriate. Appropriate time to do so and respond/slash answer any questions you might have during the show. Hopefully, all that uh, didn't scare you away. Let's jump into it. Uh, before we do, I'm going to read the first two. Uh, Gusta uh, FB says, "Hey, not gonna be able to stay for long, but I thought I'd pop in. Have a good day. You too, man. Thanks Thank you very Gustav. much. Hopefully, you uh, suck around for the beginning intro. Uh, well, maybe you'll check out the show. Gustav uh,
1: was was clearly up late last night because we were over over on the purple channel. Yes.
0: <laughs> By the way, uh, Twitch.tv slash Comic Pop TV. Watch her on Wednesdays and Sundays. Kill, Play video games. Kill Ludwig. You did, and <laughs> I believe there's a highlight on that. Paris. You can watch. Are so you actually succeeding in doing it?
1: Oh, my poor cat.
0: Adam has first. Yes, the boys." I know, right? The boys. I know. Like I'm not, I not. I'm. I'm gonna give this show a real, a real fair shake. Yeah. And Jordan helping us out. Thank you, Jordan.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: so let's jump into them. Uh, the first book, I guess, what I want to talk about today is a book that I heard them announcing a while back, and I'm like, why would they do this?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they did it, and I read it because I'm like, what? how, how, how audacious! They're like, hey, you know what you haven't asked for ever? An Invisible Woman series. So Mark Wade did this miniseries I believe it's five issues I don't remember uh, mm-hmm. with uh, mata de Julius Mattia Mattia de-, de Julius I think it's an I. Oh, Eulius? I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> this is a book where they basically are like, hey, you know how like the invisible woman can turn invisible? Yeah. What if they like did this way before she like right before she got married to Reed Richards, she was a secret agent for SHIELD, using her invisibility powers to help like pull off some espionage. You know, before the Iron Curtain fell, or whatever.
1: That sounds kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it it it, it does, doesn't it? Uh, So it goes from like a flashback where we introduce like this sexy other agent that Sue works with, who calls her Stormy because her last name is Storm, and uh, (sighs) you know she has a temperamental personality or something. Okay. Uh, The point is, he's got this like term of endearment for her, and her whole foible, if you will, is uh, that she will not kill people that despite the fact that she's on these like high risk missions for the government where you are authorized to use lethal force she refuses to do it
1: well it works for Batman
0: it does work for Batman (laughs) Uh, sometimes uh, the the Joker might argue against it but uh, in in any case uh, Sue basically has this kind of like flashback adventure where we meet some folk Uh, she then goes to her wedding marries Reed we get an introduction to Sue Storm if you didn't know who she was already Uh sets you up for like what her status quo is and then uh, she gets a call from the new government uh, head group because S.H.I.E.L.D. is no lore so the CIA calls her up and they're like hey that guy you used to work with he's missing and the last thing he said was Stormy and she was like well then I'll go in there and he's like no you're not because you're You don't use lethal force. You're too connected to the mission. I just wanted to know if you knew anything else that might help us find him, but you don't. So get out.
1: Well, why would you tell her all that then?
0: Maybe to trick her into doing it because that's immediately what she does. Sure. Uh, it's fun. You also get two different versions of Nick Fury. You get Nick Fury senior, the real Nick Fury, the white, like old school, you know, Jim Stranko, uh, Nick Fury. Then you got the,
1: (laughs) I always to like the David Hasselhoff. Yes. Hasselhoff Fury. (laughs) Then,
0: uh, in the modern day he she runs into nick fury jr aka sam jackson nick fury <laughs> who is yes nick fury's son and not the ultimate version of nick fury that just looks like samuel L. jackson which would make more sense right uh, so uh, that fury is sent by the cia to stop her because they knew she was going to you know break protocol and go do that uh he instead gives her a dossier and so sue goes to madripoor moving island of 'er Uh ne'er-do-wells, and uh, the story wraps, or the the first issue wraps up where she uh, is aided by Black Widow. Sure. So now Sue Storm and Black Widow are going to team up on an adventure of a lifetime to rescue this dude that she might have uh, slept with at some point in the past. I will never read another issue of this. It is so boring and so cliche and so tired. It's too bad, because I don't, I think there's one other Invisible Woman series, but don't quote me on that. But, uh, Sue a great character. She deserves her time in the spotlight. The art is very very bland. That it, was it's buz- very specific. It was bizarre. Yeah, it has a very very specific style to it.
1: Well, it's like they're trying to do a hyperrealism uh-huh. on like at least in terms of coloration, but yes. like it's so um like muddy yeah. and like washed out. Like yep. they they just kind of miss the actual things that would bring something to life.
0: Yes. Uh it it, it, it the other thing is the staging and the blockiness of like. Like the, the, you know, everything, everything is clearly like photo referenced. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody has a character reference. And right. I find that's like, with that. yeah, but I also find that like that usually limits the artist, uh, even though they're looking to like, you know, have some aid because they're like stuck in that position and you're either like applying them to something in in terms of comics. I'm, I'm, I would be, I would rather be surprised that it was referenced than when it's clearly referenced in this book. Okay. It's just The art was, who cares? Right, it wasn't right, right. bad, just who cares? Okay. Nothing, it wasn't breaking new ground, nor was it really servicing the story in any like organic, fun way. Okay. I was just disappointed. Right,
1: right, right. Um,
0: not mad, I'm just disappointed. Uh, but it, the, the, the worst it could do is be boring, which is exactly what it was, mm. so I will not be reading anymore. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm still getting over my- Cold yeah everything whatever it was
1: <laughs> I'm saying it was a cold
0: yeah uh, message retracted from somebody thank you very much anyway thank Mr. Roboto Silentif you think we could get an Avengers West Coast film in the next phase of the MCU with Ant-Man and the leader uh, as the leader <laughs> I just assumed it was end the leader yeah <laughs> no definitely yeah Samuel Stearns would <laughs> be great uh, also the boys brought back uh, the Spice Girls yes there's a big reference to Spice Girls in the trailer
1: they, I'm sure they appreciate
0: it oh no doubt well, as I understand it they're, they're coming back in some way like they're doing something. all of them yeah
1: even the one even Victoria or whatever her name is LaPosh no, yeah
0: probably she doesn't need it no <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I would love a West Coast Avengers movie. Hell, I'd take a movie. I heard a rumor that uh, they won't make Ant-Man three because Ant-Man two didn't make a billion dollars. Oh and that's come like, on. That's like the whole thing is that like if it doesn't make a billion dollars, it's not worth being made. And it's like screw you. You don't need a billion in order to do well or make money. Like an Ant-Man movie shouldn't cost two hundred million dollars. An Ant-Man movie should cost eighty to one hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah. That's the like the maximum glass ceiling of how much an Ant-Man movie should cost. But if you want to justify it, call it Ant-Man, the West Coast Avenger. And then you, like, grab a couple other characters. Yeah,
1: that would
0: be fun. Because, you know, it was Ant-Man, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was like, no, it's a double feature kind of movie. You know, like, here we're featuring two different fun characters. Um, I don't know. Well, just, just do some fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, it does kind of blow that they just brought in the Wasp.
0: I know. And they're like, and then they're like oh, we're not going to make any more movies with her. Well, as long as she's a- in... The Avengers? Then I don't care. Okay. I mean, like, oh yeah, I guess that makes I mean, that makes sense because they're talking about who were who are the Avengers? Like, mm-hmm. who's left? I guess it's like Scarlet Witch, wa- uh, Wasp, Ant Man, War Machine.
1: Well, yeah, Cap. No. Yes.
0: No. Falcon. Oh yes, that Cap. Cap. Yeah, yeah, the new Cap.
1: He's called Cap. He's just Cap. I know.
0: Man. Well, we haven't seen him in the suit yet.
1: I'm just saying. I still Fair get enough. to say that.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Good call. <laughs> Winter um, Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> uh very briefly i want to touch on detective comics uh, number 1007 okay i read this too yeah uh, uh this was um fun
1: yeah was, you know this was kind of a palate cleanser because it was literally like two issues here's like a mini adventure yeah with like crazy art this yes. art went from like sam keithian to like partway through had like a simon bisley feel to it i was like what is happening yeah i know uh (laughs) but i really liked
0: it i uh, it was just it it moved it changed and shifted as you said and i think that was not even to its detriment but it certainly didn't like get me more excited i was kind of like oh it's different yeah Uh, but that's kyle holtz's art by the way yes Uh, or hots uh still written by peter it's literally just a two-parter yeah where specter is separated from jim corrigan and he wants him back mm-hmm. so batman and specter team up uh and go on a little adventure It is the most superficial mystery i've ever seen yeah. there's like no mystery whatsoever no. i really expected like some kind of like twist or turn none no it was just an excuse to like e- to excitedly show you like the specter and batman working together which you know what can't argue with that
1: no it's it's, it's it is cool looking it was
0: fun and cool and it worked I you know and, and it was also fun to see like Batman and Spectre kind of like highlighting each other's like it was just it was the mo- you know, there, when we did a, our, uh, our Scott Snyder interview I remember Scott Snyder saying things like I could write a Batman story that everyone wants to see yeah that like is your standard Batman adventure yeah But that doesn't excite me or like, you know, anything that I put out there, I want it to be something new or something challenging. Right. But like I could write that kind of Batman story. Yeah. This is that kind of Batman story.
1: It is. I mean, like there could have been an opportunity for like Bruce to understand something or, or to <laughs> learn about himself no. or like learn about the you know other side of what he doesn't do right you because know what I mean? the
0: specter inhabits Bruce Wayne and then forces Wayne to live through Corrigan's life a little bit to yeah. see things from his perspective
1: which, by the way what I think is cool about that is when he becomes the specter it's like
0: the specter with like
1: the bat symbol Yeah, because you like, see Bruce Wayne neat. as
0: Corrigan but then yeah. when he becomes the specter he gets like a bat logo on his chest which yeah
1: is, it's, it's,
0: it's fun it's, it's just, really fun
1: it's almost like this is like testing the waters like do you guys want a specter series Right. Like, did you backdoor piloting? And I it? think that's fine. <laughs> they want to do that, especially if
0: Kyle Holtz wants to keep drawing the specter. Right?
1: Like, that's really what this feels like, is though, like, Tomasi was like, hey, I'm going to do like, a quick, like, two you know issue story yep. while we're getting the next story ready and we'll see maybe people want a specter story because right? like I'd be down for that maybe. yeah I don't if know. you want to bring
0: back J.M.D. Mateus and actually do like a proper specter book maybe with Tom Mandrag on art or Kyle Holtz yeah I think he would do a great job on it especially if you were like gonna go the 90s route and just go ah screw it we're just gonna it's specter and new ha- and other character and specter and another character yeah. just keep throwing in guest stars yeah I don't know I just I, I had a good time reading it
1: it was fun it but was like Reed, it doesn't change anything not like at, at the end of the day everything is put back exactly as it was prior to
0: yeah yeah no one's changed no one's like different no one's grown no one has grown
1: not that you always have to but no. it was just i was like oh okay
0: yeah um that being said by the way like if if they want to keep doing batman books like that's fine too because i loved kyle hotz's like portrayal of kind of like a more refined version of uh the 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 batman from Kelly Jones's yeah, know, sketchbook Yeah the, the
1: long ears Yeah the, the long
0: ears the blue yeah. in the suit and like the more like exaggerated gothic features. Yes. I yeah. loved it. I, I again I was just like, "Yay, more of this." Yeah. It was just cool and fun and not like hacky.
1: Yeah. You no, know it's true.
0: I don't know. I mean, like, did, do you have a different opinion or is of the it... art? Yeah.
1: I mean, the art was fine. Like, I I, 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 think I was more prepared for it this time around. Yes. So, like, I was like, all right, cool. I was not prepared for the first coloring mm-hmm. with like using those super darks. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay, yeah. neat, sure, whatever. Right. This is this is interesting. Yeah. Like, I, I'd love to know where this like if if this is the kind of work that Hote's. Hots, whatever. Yeah, I would like to actually see more by. of it,
0: because I don't know if it, like, yeah, like, what's his standard style? Like, what's his indie book work like? Right. You know, I don't know. Uh, but what do you got? What, what, what What's the oh. books that you read that I did not read?
1: Um. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Um. I read uh, The Savage Sword of Conan. Number yes. Number seven. Of course. Yes, of course. Jerry Dugan is off the book. It's Jim Zub. What? I was like, what just happened? That's...
0: Not a bad switch, by the way. Jim Zub is a big uh, RPG fan. He
1: is, he is. And, and this story is certainly that. Mm. Like, Dugan's was, like, more like, we are going on an adventure, let's go. And yeah. Zub's version of this is very much like the I'm laying the groundwork for, like, a greater thing to happen inevitably, kind of. Okay. In a way. Like... And the story starts out where it's like it's called, like, uh, Conan the Gambler, I think, is what it's <laughs> called. Yep, Conan the Gambler. Um, Conan is in the streets of uh, Shadazar when he runs across a rich merchant who's being um, threatened. Like, they're going to kill this guy. Oh, no. What, and, what will Conan do? Oh, Conan's like, all right, whatever. And the guys threaten Conan to, like, move along, basically. And, like, the merchant's like, I will pay your weight in gold if you save me right now. Hmm. Conan's like, done. Okay. So, like, he kicks the crap out of them, and, like, Zub makes sure to let us know how cool these guys are <laughs> by being, like, you know, like, they were, like, they're, they're you know, well-known in the mercenary world, and, like, you know. Oh, they're, like, he's,
0: like, giving the resume as kind is, of, like, ripping their arms yeah, off? Yeah, exactly, oh, okay, and that, I've like, you know, that.
1: against anyone else, like, you know, they would probably be, you know, fine, but, like, they should have known, or, like, they'll know that, like, you know, anytime you fight a... a with a sword like you're done you like, you're done you're over I'm sorry mm-hmm. so then like the guys the merchants like hey Conan um so I'm going to this like other thing I will double my price <laughs> if you serve as my bodyguard
0: okay like
1: just come on like come on and do it um but um he <laughs> Conan's like well my purse is a little light and uh yeah right why not okay I'll go for it I'm, I'm down why not Let's mm. let's do this um so he goes and what they end up going to is like a a gambling den
0: okay i was gonna say when does conan become the gambler
1: well they go to this den because like this merchant and this the guy who runs the gambling den are both merchants who um are like vying for the same location okay basically like they're both like okay here's the thing like I'll play you in a like a simple game of I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Sabak. No, it's not called <laughs> Sabak. It's called, because it's important to know what it's called. Ah. Because, like, basically we're setting up a murder mystery game. Oh, jeez. Um, it's Serpent's Bluff. Okay. Where basically it's, like, you got to get to 13 total for your cards mm-hmm. without going over, much like Blackjack. But there's, like, these three special cards that um, can pop up. There's, like, the, the king, the serpent, and the witch. Okay. And, like, you use those to, like, screw your opponent over. And you kind of have to know how this game works to figure out who's winning and losing, basically. Uh-huh. Where it's, like, the serpent can eat one of your cards. which could be good for you
0: oh yeah because you don't want like Yeah, want to get rid of it yeah
1: exactly but like the king will protect against that or you can eat someone else's card or whatever i guess
0: can you make it regurgitate the card for your hand
1: yeah obviously um and then the witch can like show you something or whatever right right? and like clearly like we're gonna see these like Characters I, like there's a woman who, who's there, whatever. Yeah, who's like, I'm like, you're the witch. All right, cool. Anyway, the guy's playing, he wins two hands. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna win. And Conan's like, Don't, don't freaking don't get cocky. Yeah, exactly. Like, relax. And Caro the callous, um, who's the opponent or the antagonist of this book, uh-huh. is like, Yeah, listen to this dude. He knows what's up. And uh, then the merchant just like stands up, like, it's like, <gasps> like, has a heart attack and dies. What and like, Conan's like, You killed him.
0: He was poisoned. Right. He must have been. Because it's not like this dude. It's not like... You don't don't die of high cholesterol in the realm that Conan comes from. Right.
1: Or like right now. So like... Conan's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to leave. And they're like, you can't leave. This guy said that you two were brothers and that, like, you know, if you hurt me, it's like cutting him. Or if you cut him, it's like hurting me. So, so you got to play for it. You have his debt now.
0: Uh-huh. So oh, you, my God. Yeah,
1: so if you forfeit, you got to go into this pit where, like, the Sarlacc, or not the Sarlacc, the, uh, <laughs> the Rancor is down there. Naturally. Um. And so Conan has to gamble now and also, like, solve the murder mystery of what happened to this dude. And I'm like... Okay. Uh huh. This is a different style. Like this is a different speed of Conan story that yeah, I was expecting. Yeah, no, it's like Casino
0: Royale, but with Conan. But with
1: Conan, with a lot less clothes, which is like seemingly impossible when you think about a Bond
0: movie. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true.
1: Um, so I mean, this is just Zub's interpretation of it. Um, for me, the biggest loss is actually I think in the arts.
0: Yeah, it's very like standard one note. It doesn't really like. Uh, yeah, like say anything. I
1: get it. There's like something kind of nostalgic about it. However, I think where it hurts the most is in just how stiff the art is Mm. like just very very stiff yeah and i'm like that's a shame right that's a shame
0: i've seen luke ross's art before and it's not bad but
1: this is it just wasn't he wasn't ready it wasn't working for me and like conan looks a little bizarre he does a little bizarre that's
0: really for me i was like he doesn't look quite like conan
1: yeah i don't know yeah, I don't know.
0: I hear what you're saying. So so maybe you'll be reading one Conan book from now on.
1: Right. Well, I mean, like, Aaron's really been delivering for me. I do kind of want to know where this is going to some degree, but I think if the next book doesn't really, like, hook me, I might be off of Savage Short and yeah. just be picking up Conan. Um, but we'll see. Right. You know, like, I really can't, like, I'm getting two Conan books that I didn't expect to enjoy even remotely, um, and That's I'm, true. like, all on Conan now. I'm just like, yeah. I so know. it's like, I don't know.
0: St. <laughs> uh, Lucia says, uh, what do you think of Batman TMNT? Also, is Lugia like the Pokemon? Oh. So how do I say that? I don't know. I, I'm saying it like Lugia, but I don't know. Lugia? Lugia? St. Lugia? That sounds more like a Pokemon name. In any event, uh, Batman TMNT. I didn't read the most latest issue because the last two I didn't find nearly as engaging as I thought I was going to. The premise of it was more exciting than the ex- the, you know than it's, then its actual example Okay. I was disappointed but uh, I'm going to finish it and maybe when it's all together I'll I'll have a better read I could already find myself kind of like drifting when I was reading the last issue and so I thought like I'll wait until it's all together I'll just buy it all and then I'll read it all later DC, uh, Mr. Roboto says, needs a Spectre movie animated with Liam Neeson uh, playing the voice. There is actually a Spectre animated short that's part of the DC animated pantheon you can check out. I don't recall who plays the voice, but it certainly isn't Liam Neeson. And Android Dier says, is GBU on a break? I missed that show. Love you guys. Uh, Yes, it is, only because we haven't had a chance to shoot it. It's just taken a long time. It takes a lot of effort to shoot the show, uh, read the books alongside everything else, and we've had a lot of weeks where, like, one or both of the guys haven't been around. I thankfully shot a lot of buffer stuff when it came to back issues over the last, like, while. So... Uh, GBU is actually going to be coming back hopefully in the next two weeks uh, we're shooting hopefully if everyone's available uh, with wisdom teeth and chin splittings and whatnot it's just been a whole mess of everybody being sick or broken okay. or all
1: right to be fair chin splitting was uh, a it's, totally it's, it's different just, it's representative of our problems
0: <laughs> but uh, I, I, the, the, the fact is uh, we are planning to shoot a new GBU literally on Thursday uh, and I'm excited about it because it's going to be zero hour issues just, right? just DC zero yeah, issues yeah I'm excited Uh, so
1: so i was trying to see if anybody else did because i was trying to look it up Mm -hmm. to see what it's pronounced like like which is funny because then i ran into the whole thing like the argument about the fact that it's like in you know japanese language there's no l sound yeah so i'm like i'm not going there no even though i know yes that's that's accurate like there is no like true l sound so Mm -hmm. i i'm not sure
0: Mm, i hear you in terms
1: of like if it's a hard g or a
0: yeah, or a, or a soft Is This key. is
1: just GIF versus GIF. Right, exactly. GIF. <laughs> GIF versus
0: GIF. Uh, I, <laughs>
1: GIF versus GIF, because I know I'm correct. It's GIF. GIF. No, <laughs> I know I'm wrong. The
0: creator said GIF.
1: I know. I said I know I'm wrong. I, I admit it. I, read, I like GIF better.
0: I read the first issue of Superman Up in the Sky by Tom King and Andy Kubert. Uh, this is, I, I think the idea was that, like, this is the Walmart book that Superman had And so Bendis was doing the Batman Walmart book and Tom King was doing the Superman Walmart book. And I've heard a lot of people say, like, oh, they need to switch places. Like, this is what Bendis should be doing and this is what Tom King should be doing. And it's like, okay. I mean, like, that's, like, the most superficial analysis you could think of. But, like, let's look at Superman Up in the Sky as it is on its own. Uh, Superman Up in the Sky is seemingly taking place in another friggin' universe because pac Kent's alive and the suit is different. Again, like, almost pitch perfect the the classic suit sure uh superman is drafted by batman in like a really characteristic and beautiful way uh basically there's a child that is missing and they were taken into space and batman's like you have to go find her and superman has like a whole like moral quandary about whether he should leave the earth unprotected to go look for this one little girl i think i've seen this already and i think it was in friggin brian azarello's superman book that being said okay let's see it again uh so we did and in this case it's kind of like oh that's interesting uh superman basically like goes around like people he-, he asks people whether he should be doing it uh he ultimately decides to do it uh he goes to the Rans. uh where Doc's at, or uh, where Adam Strange comes from?
1: Oh, and, um, okay.
0: Because they can see theta waves, and he uses their theta wave reading projector to find this little girl who is like a big fan of Superman. Okay, uh, it it winds up like being kind of like a weird fever dream that Superman goes on, in which he sees the like worst case scenario of what being a Superman fan is. Uh, That being, like, it's a little boy who puts on, like, a bathrobe or a a bath towel and he jumps off the roof and he dies. (gasps) And it's like, oh, wow, like, yeah, I also was worried about, like, those fears when they had them in the 1950s. Right, right, right. That being said, okay, I guess that's a thing to be worried. It's a weird, like, stuck out of time book because, like, Lois and Clark are working together at the Daily Planet and Chief Perry White is, like, kind of Perry and they, they use like typewriters and old, and older computers so like who the hell knows what period it's they're in the Batman
1: the Animated Series universe kind where of, you yeah. don't know what the hell's happening no
0: but like I wouldn't worry about trying to place it what matters is like is it a compelling story and is the art really good and I can tell you that the, com- the story is basically compelling it is it is a genuine Superman story at least it seems that way uh, and the art is good until it isn't uh, Andy Kubert does a nice job with the art doing like some really fun like classic Superman moments and then he gets bored or tired or both and the art gets like really sloppy interesting uh, you know it's it's cool and then it isn't and you're like oh um, that said like everybody behaves the way you would expect them to but still they manage to tell an interesting or at the very least original uh, story, mm. which is like, yeah, that's the whole conceit that everyone's been arguing about. It's like, you know, hey, King, not everybody has to be reinvented for them to be compelling and interesting.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, it's so it's yeah. weird.
1: There's like slight, slight the feel of, of, Frank Miller.
0: Yes. Well, it's Andy Kubert drawing Batman. And the last thing he drew of Batman's was the dark Knight. Oh, I meant specifically in Superman. Oh yeah. No. Well, he, again, he drew Superman and dark Knight three That's true. as Well, uh, yeah, it feels very much like that.
1: I'm not saying like a hundred percent, like, you know, you put them together, you couldn't tell them apart, but I'm definitely, I, I feel that influence
0: big time. Yeah. They are weirdly blocky and everything like that, but you can see what I'm talking about when it comes to like the art kind of like still being technically great, but also being a little sloppy, like, he takes liberties with like anatomy and with faces and it's kind of like you know and and you expect that to happen in wide far away shots or very small panels but like in full page splashes kind of like oh
1: i guess i would say that my biggest issue between this splash page and the others the first splash page is that the first splash page is composed really really well and that one seems to have lost its like composition details and is more or less just trying to get all these things on this page
0: yes but so. you do you do get a couple of really fun like Andy Kubert DC Comics pinups. That's cool, and that's kind of fun too.
1: And that's and that's neat. Yeah, why not? Uh,
0: but again, it's because it's set in another universe. Take like turn your brain off and enjoy it. I would. I did. Mm. So check it out. Uh, certainly I like it more than anything from Roguel czar. <laughs> uh, Gustav says, where would I start Conan? Kind of interested. Well,
1: well, with the new ones, I would grab, um, Aaron's run, um, cause it'll kind of set the tone just for Conan in general. they're Only
0: like nine issues in or something like that. Seven, maybe, 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 maybe. I, if this is issue seven of Savage Sword, I think it's like six issues then. Cause I think Savage Sword launched like right after or right around the same time. Yeah. Aaron's so right
1: Conan. around seven at yeah. this point. Um, so just read them all but if you're looking for like if you like Jerry Dugan then like Jerry Dugan's Savage sword that just kind of wrapped up um last issue with with it um is good too it, it's great it's, it's yeah. just it's a little different feel right um very straightforward like you know here's the story beginning middle and end whereas Aaron's um, as I've said before is like showing you each issue a different adventure in Conan's life going from like when he was younger to mm-hmm. like to king... where he's going to be well no even like just becoming a king and then it's bookended by the current state for Conan which is King Conan. Who is dealing with this like crimson blood witch
0: cool thing so like say it's better than Bendis' entire like 40 issue run so far uh, but I am liking the concept and it because it's set in another universe it, it's like oh well do you like Superman for all seasons or do you like Superman secret origin like it's they're all different interpretations of Superman's like history or a story in his life so it's right. like it's apples and oranges mm-hmm. but I do dig it and check it out at least until the next one okay uh, so from there what do you recommend what's another book that you read
1: um i'm gonna go really quickly into the indie spectrum sure, for a second yeah. um <laughs> image put out a couple of number ones i picked up both or uh, two of them This. you're pretty week, good at like, guessing
0: which one is going to be a big thing or either of these going to be any breakouts i don't know
1: if they're going to be breakouts but i still read one of them over the other one first simply because of the fact that it's written by Colin um, and I've got a real problem. Apparently. Yeah, you got a
0: real fixation with Cullen Bunn stories that you don't even know are written by Cullen Bunn I'm just until like, you've read them. I'm
1: like, oh, no, I picked it up, and I knew like, upon looking at it that I was like, oh, all right, Cullen Bunn, cool, whatever. Um, So I grabbed it. Um, so the two books I picked up were Unearth, and then the other one is Reaver. I haven't read Reaver yet. Reaver okay. is like a... Um, fantasy game of thronesian style story. Okay. Both of them have spectacular covers, part of the reason I picked them up. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, like some of the design in this book is just spectacular. Like the well, who like, did it? Um well the art's by Baldemar Rivas okay. and the cover art is also by him. Good. Or them. Um but like that intro page that like oh, credits yeah. page is no, that's just awesome. so good. Um to sum up Unearth, it's like a whole bunch of things a lot of us like from horror all rolled into one thing. And maybe it'll be good. I don't know, because Probably. I've only read issue one. But, like, it takes place in Mexico. Um, there's, like, like milit- military presence there uh, doctors scientists have shown up something is going on people are sick but then other people are more sick and they're becoming these like grotesque bloated figures oh no which is very junji ito yes it's very yo of them in a way <laughs> which i was like that's cool yeah and like they found out that like a cave opened up suddenly someplace oh. and i'm like also very junji ito right but then they go down, which is the descent, right? <laughs> and so they go underground, and then there's like this big crazy bug-looking thing, which I'm like Starship Trooper,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe, or obviously any other number of horror things where it involves a creepy bug thing mm-hmm. underground, and um, like a kid shows up, and I'm like, it has a lot of like again like random like little like referencey kind of things because you have like this doctor woman and like her team with these military folk which like gives me these like alien aliens kind of feeling to it to some degree but like the doctor has like these weird memories and like uh, dreams of like this like other girl who's like covered in blood or whatever Mm. so like again this makes me reminds me of a lot of little things that I've seen read experienced before Mm -hmm. um, but rolled into a package that I think is a little different the art is like kind of cool and kind of like I don't know. I'm not saying it's great. No. But it really fits the story. It looks consistent. It's very consistent. But, like, what I dig about it is there's, like, this fluidity to it, right? Um, that is like can be beautiful and i've seen it done in a beautiful way but the, the way they're doing the fluidness of the art overall with like these sort of like detailed not realistic because they're obviously no illustrated, they're, it, well, it's, but yeah. like a more realistic style to the face gives it this like really the sense of unease yeah which i'm like that's kind of cool um so i'm definitely gonna be um continuing this story just if nothing else because i really want to know what what's going on here like yeah. is it is it you know uh is it a supernatural paranormal thing is it like a science fiction kind of thing going on here i think it's leaning more towards the science fiction I because i think that's the category it was under
0: uh-huh.
1: um but still like i'm i'm excited for it I'm, cool. I'm very interested in what's going on and what's going to happen because now they're trapped underground there was a, oh, a cave-in no. And so they only have 12 hours of air left. Okay. And they know there's another way out. So I was just like, "Oh, are we going Event Horizon on us on top of all of this, possibly? Right. So... We'll see. I'm excited. Cool.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, we both read. Oh, so recommend it. Check it out. Yeah. Pick it up. Uh, sure. Both I, of us. Oh, good. I
1: was gonna say based off of one issue, I, I enjoyed that one issue. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we read uh, deceased number three. Yeah. We're, what halfway through this series? Of six. Yeah. Uh, I really didn't really care for the first issue until we read the second issue, and yeah. I'm like, oh. This is neat and well executed. Mm -hmm. You got me again, Tom Taylor, you bastard. (laughs) Uh, We get rid of Batman right off the bat. Uh, And this is basically just like, it's almost like just a quick... Kind of like pulp fiction-y, like here's a bunch of characters and what they're up to during the apocalypse.
1: Yeah, and probably they're all going to come together at some point.
0: Naturally. (laughs) Uh, But Harley Quinn has to fight the birds of prey and get closure on the Joker. Yeah. Superman has to go basically like check out the Daily Planet. Mm -hmm. Uh, He, I think everyone's on the roof. Of the Daily Planet. Well,
1: he he leaves Lois, uh, John, Damien, uh, Dinah, and Ollie up yes. there. And then he goes into the building and because he's like, I out. have to go to Smallville. Yeah. He's like, but Check first, I got to make sure that like this area is cleared out. So he's able to tell who's infected and who isn't. Mm-hmm. Takes all the infected folk and just pushes them outside, basically. Yep. And then crashes the planet into the front of the building yeah. so they can't get in. Right.
0: Right he's like, like You're, the building's secured now
1: yeah exactly
0: um, then he goes to Smallville where it's like heart wrenching this book really read kind of fast like not a lot takes place you get two major things that happen
1: well I mean I think it reads fast but like I think that's good because that's oh, yeah. the style of movie it would be mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm glad we're not wasting
0: a lot of time but like Mera is, uh, you know, just kind of like running things in Atlantis until uh, Arthur shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, fully infected. And with his and
1: infected sharks?
0: With his infected sharks, which is, of course, like totally awesome.
1: Or they're not infected and they're just being I sharks. I think they're
0: just being sharks and they're just feeding on the so. blood. He's, I,
1: he's just into it. He's just like, sharks, come on. They're like, oh, I'm yeah. down. right I'm a shark,
0: man. Exactly uh but yeah um basically everybody except for Mara get infected and Mara makes her way out uh she has a really great line that I really enjoy where she says you will not take me yeah and pushes them away I, I it was like it's cold but it also really works and I really like it yeah. and it, it, it gives you an indication as to like what kind of role Mara is going to play mm-hmm. uh, plus the art depicts like a kind of really anguished look on Mara's face so you know she's tortured by her decision
1: well I think it's that and I think it's also something to be said about her survivor's nature and that like there's like this moment of like fight or flight Mm -hmm. and she does a little bit of both
0: yeah (laughs) uh so Superman on his way to Smallville winds up getting detained a number of times just people need help and Superman can't say no yeah Uh, we get a really cool sequence that's like very you know very body horror kind of shit where it's like Clayface is infected and he's taken down helicopters and stuff yeah he's just a big mouth mouth with tendrils it's just people need him everywhere yeah uh and so superman you know saves the day tells everybody to get to the daily planet he goes home and uh his mother martha has secured jonathan in the barn uh superman goes to deal with him and he doesn't like he just seals him in the barn.
1: Well, I think he's hopeful that there's a way to reverse it,
0: right? Because that's the thing. He, he doesn't he faces know. against John, <laughs> uh, and he just holds him, which is just so like heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, it's so sad.
0: And uh and, and then just kind of like seals him away. Yeah. And he's like, damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. I was too late. And you're just like, ugh. And then he uh, and then he leaves with his mom.
1: Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. It's like this this. This chapter, this issue, is bookended by sad because you have this, and then right at the beginning, it's just uh, Alfred. Alfred standing over the bodies of, of all of Robin, his boys. Yeah, and and uh, Nightwing and Batman, and they're just laying there, and like he's just like, yeah, he just says, "My
0: boys." Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah, it is so like it's a gut punch because yeah. it's like you don't normally see that moment no. in comics. No. Nope. Um. So like I, I I there was something like refreshing and like terrible about it yeah
0: no but like handled with grace and dignity Mm -hmm. so it works and it's not like obnoxious or pandering it was just kind of like cool yeah uh if you haven't already checked it out i recommend dc's to you
1: i do too which i didn't expect to say um i mean i i think i enjoyed the first issue more than you did yes definitely um but yeah no this is this is picking up
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, kevin Kruger in the super chat says comic pop draws is great want to see more for the next bad issues can you do batman and the jsa liberty file and can you do gbu for the swamp thing tomb patrol titans tv shows sandman on Netflix?" Netflix, yay. Um, There's lots to unpack here. Lots to unpack here. First up, uh, thank you very much. Compop Draws, a new show Tiffany created, which is on this channel. There's two episodes so far. That's why there's no playlist, but you can find them on the uploads uh, section in our uh, main page, youtube.com slash Compop. Uh, It's a great show. Not a lot of people are watching it, but I still really enjoy it and we're going to keep making the show. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Uh, Bad Issues, Uh, there is another one we're shooting on Thursday. It is not that one, but I think we do have it, so I will probably get to it eventually. Mm -hmm. Uh, GBU, not a bad idea, actually. Try to tie it in with the DC Entertainment or Universe app. lineup. yeah. Doing, like, Titan, Swamp Thing, and Doom Patrol. Sure. Not a bad idea. I like that idea. And uh, Sam and a Netflix, I didn't know that they were moving it to Netflix. I know that they were... Oh, that's right, yeah, they're making the show. Mm-hmm. Sam and a Netflix, uh, what do you think? Right? I mean, why? But,
1: um, I know a lot of people are very excited. I know, I think it disappointed a lot of people that I wasn't more excited. Yep. Um, I... I, I'm going to have to hold all judgment until I, I see the final product because um, at the end of the day, if they were ever going to do it as a show, it should have been animated. Yeah. And it, it, they didn't need to do it as a show. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, but Neil Gaiman's attached to it. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, he honestly. was also attached
0: to Mirror Mask, and that's like one of the most boring movies I've i would seen in the life. I wasn't a big fan, but like, years.
1: you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I love Neil. I love his writings, um but I never, like giving an opportunity for a creator to change something they've already done yeah um and
0: they always take the opportunity yeah and there's unless a couple it's peter beagle in which case you get every every version of the last unicorn is oh the yeah, same one sure. you saw before
1: um but there's also a couple other names attached to it that i'm very concerned about um so we'll see i really can't
0: you can't judge until I, I, it's out. literally
1: it's been an announcement so i'm yeah. just i'm just not excited no that doesn't mean anything, though.
0: Exactly. That's There's true. a lot of things I'm not excited about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Why make a list? Uh, any other books you want to recommend or um, talk about?
1: Yeah, I will talk about another book that I picked up that I've never read before. I haven't read the title before. But I picked, yes, that's right. I picked this book up because of who was on the cover of it. I picked mm-hmm. up Ironheart number eight. Um, which came out It's River Williams Ironheart number eight Yeah Because Doctor Strange Was in it So I wanted to check it out um, Especially because uh, Strange is going to be Losing his, his book. book So this just dropped me Right into the middle Of whatever the hell Has been going on With Ironheart Which mm-hmm. is pretty amazing Because I'm like well gonna have to figure this one out uh-huh. based off of nothing because that's what i'm gonna judge this on what if i didn't have the internet which yeah. is ridiculous since i'm reading it <laughs> on an app. but you know whatever yep um like clearly some sort of like zombie-esque apocalypse but they weren't zombies no has happened in riri's city and they fixed this but like magic was involved and there was like a big jerk who like made her feel bad and like that like she could possibly be, like, have evil inside of her, evil intentions inside of her because yeah. he felt like he saw something in her. Oh, no. And, like, that really gets to her. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, um the wasp is there. Okay. Like Nadia? Oh,
0: yeah, Nadia Pim, yeah.
1: Yeah, is there. She takes off, um, and then Riri's like, I need to get some, ma- like, mystical help because, the, like, the ten rings are involved, so, like, I, oh, need, I need to go. Cool. And, and figure it out. And, and who else will you go to if you need mystical help? but Doctor Strange, which is like, yes, you know what, I love Doctor Strange, but like that's one of the best uses for him. Yes. is for him to show up in other books and be like, oh, I see you're dealing with magic.
0: Let me tell you what's what.
1: Thank you for calling me, and not just pretending like you could handle it on your own. Right. Um strange is wearing the wade costume yep. um so
0: and he will until editorial tells them yeah the well the right i'm
1: just saying like the writer at least is paying attention to what's going on currently which is more that can be said for a lot of writers at times so yes. like good on that or at least the artist is as well mm-hmm. um so like good on them uh strange is battling a demon when she shows up she kind of assists him in in dealing with it by like he freezes it and then she uses her little missiles and it makes it explode right and he's like do you do that a lot? You just come into people's houses and just or shoot just missiles. Do their shit. Yeah. Or, or shoot missiles and near things that could potentially break. Is right. Is that what you do? <laughs> um, they have a, a cute little conversation a la um, Thor Ragnarok, where like he's like, "Have a seat." Would you like something to drink?
0: Ah. Uh, right. Tea.
1: So, oh no, she wants soda. Okay. She calls it pop and then she's like oh you mean i mean soda sorry right and he won't give it to her because it's bad for her teeth and she's a growing girl so he gives her tea and they chat about you know what's been going on Mm -hmm. and uh that she is um she tells him a bunch of stuff and it isn't until the fact or until she mentions the uh wellspring that he gets interested honestly
0: he looks ridiculous i know I know he does. Like that suit sucks.
1: I'm not a fan.
0: At the very least, like this version of it, he looks like he's wearing an Iron Man suit.
1: Well, Iron Man designed his like space armor and then he went into space and made his own outfit.
0: Right. So, well I don't know that sucks. What happened? I'm just saying he looks like an idiot.
1: I'm I'm not I'm not a fan, honestly. Um and in the style, it's it's particularly
0: egregious. It, it just it, it highlights what's wrong with it.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway. So anyway, the wellspring's been like sealed off. It's something that's been like sought after and what have you. Um, but like, Strange believes that there's another way to get in, mm-hmm. and um, he doesn't want to tell her because he's just like, what is it? Why do you want to know? Right. And like, so he like uses the eye of Agamotto to look into who she is as a person, finds out all about her history,
0: mm-hmm. and he's just
1: like, ah, for personal use. And she's just like, yeah, what about it? And he's like, well, that could be good or bad
0: mm-hmm. at times.
1: I can't say either way. Right. But um, at the end of the day, he ends up giving her the information that she seeks and like a warning, of course. Naturally. And that she finds out that the way to what she's looking for, her answers is in Wakanda. And okay. So she's off to Wakanda.
0: Ah, uh, so we're going to do like, so this is just, this is his appearance. This is it. This is Next issue will be, over. you know, Black Panther's appearance. Well, it's Shuri. Oh, I see. Yeah.
1: Um, so there you go it was a nice little fun little stopover um, I think we'll be seeing a lot of this type of strange appearance until they decide to give him back a book mm-hmm. after
0: you know Wade wraps up his run naturally
1: um, and then you know we'll, we'll see what happens you know but like
0: I was reading Ironheart it was fine like how's iron uh,
1: it was okay i mean like i mean it definitely has a very different feel mm-hmm. um which you know i was like i'm, I'm gonna read a doctor strange book and i'm like no i'm not reading a doctor strange book i'm reading a totally different characters book and doctor strange shows up yes that being said strange was written fairly well um while keeping the tone of the book but also making sure not to make strange seem so not himself yeah. which, so i was like good good on you very right. good on you for doing that um it was fine it's i i wouldn't gravitate towards it but like i'm not a sciencey person mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm a science fiction person or right. science fantasy person um but you know iron man never really drew me in either yeah so i don't know no i hear you <laughs> it wasn't uh, bad necessarily it right just didn't hook me other than the fact that you put doctor strange in yes
0: uh, multi Cheerio says, will you ever do Battle <laughs> of the Cal or Omak project? Uh, probably not. Uh, Battle for the Cowl is a stopover for a made for a bigger event, and the OMAC Project is uh, not anyone's interest. Like nobody wants to watch that video, besides you. Uh, Mr. Roboto says, "What does Damian Wayne get? Why does get Damian Wayne get pushed, but not Connor Superboy, who is more compelling being Lex and Superman in my view?" Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I'm not sure sure what that means, but I will say uh, if you're talking about making, yeah, I have no idea what he means. Uh, but I will say that like. Uh, Bendis likes Connor Superboy because he remembers him, so he's going to use him. Uh,
1: I think he's just saying, like, why is Damian Wayne like so like in everything? Oh, but, but not like,
0: Connor Kent Superboy. Yeah, like why? Well,
1: why push one character over the other?
0: Uh, because no one, uh, as far as editorial goes, nobody wants a legacy character like Connor around. He takes too long to explain. He's too redundant. And uh, the books that he was in stopped selling, so they are not a proven property. And Damian Wayne is newer and more malleable, and we can sell him better. Uh, right. Also, Grant Morrison is still on the payroll, and he made him. So, Thank you know, you. as opposed to like the guy who created Connor Kent Superboy.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, so there you go. Uh, Cam says David Goyer's a hack and a clown. Screw that guy. Agreed. So, you know, good luck with that. Um, Thanks. You know, I will say... It's like
1: you're saying good luck to me, basically. Yeah. Uh,
0: I will say Alan Heinberg, who is also working on the show, wrote uh, Avengers The Children's Crusade, which is some of the best comic book retconning in recent... Or in, in classic New Avengers years. I
1: don't want retconning. Oh,
0: I know. I'm just saying that, like, he he's not a bad storyteller. Fine. But uh, David Goyer is. And so... I just... Know, I and just... you can't stop him because, like, he's convinced of his own superiority.
1: But they really should do is have gotten i mean like we'll see because i don't know literally there was an announcement
0: yeah it's like what are we gonna do with that but
1: like they should get like for different like volumes Mm -hmm. or like certain chapters they should get different directors yeah to come in so it has a different feel and like has that shifting nature Mm -hmm. like the book
0: uh yeah exactly Uh, so yeah from there I want to talk about Batman Universe because it's the other Walmart book that they're repackaging as an actual comic book series let's do it Uh, Bendis is Batman this is the book that everybody was like I remember hearing two different camps when they announced that Bendis was coming to DC they were like oh my god keep him away from Batman which you're choking on those words now aren't you (laughs) and the other people were like oh my god he'd do a good Batman so now you get to actually read it unless you picked up this book like a year ago from walmart which i tried to and every time i picked up a new book i could barely find any of these books like any of these stories yeah so like nice job dc thanks a lot for wasting my money
1: well um, yeah i mean it could be that or it could just be how they their, yeah. their whole you know system over it was very
0: walmart. bad uh mm-hmm. anyway it's written by brian mcabonis with art by nick derrington uh this issue opens up with this beautiful sequence where you're seeing it from Batman's POV, mm-hmm. which you mentioned you were like, yeah, because that's what Nick Darrington does.
1: That's what he does. Like, he's just like, hey, I know you wrote that we wanted to do this, but like, I'm going to try this. Yeah, I want to try, try this. You cool with
0: that? Right. And invariably you should be because it's awesome. Um, I loved this issue. I had such a great time reading it. Yeah. Uh, and if it weren't for Nick, Der- Nick Terrington is probably 55 to 60 percent of this issue in terms of why I liked it so much. Really? Uh, the story's cool and fun and the characters are consistent. And I really like the back and forth between Batman and Alfred and Alfred is funny without being obvious or like cliche or yeah. forced. Mm-hmm. And Batman's like the familiarity with Alfred is genuine as opposed to, like, again, forced or abrasive. Yes. Uh,
1: you you can sense the, like, years of camaraderie and being in the same room with one another yeah. without saying that.
0: Also, there's, like, this Bendis trope in there that's really well done, and I don't know if it's because the art distracts you from it, but, like, Batman's talking to Alfred over the bat radio the entire issue, mm-hmm. and people keep mistaking him talking to them versus him talking to Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but it worked this time.
1: Yeah, it was fine for the
0: most part. I found I find that kind of thing like kind of dumb, and in this case, I found it kind of like just fun and charming.
1: Right, and I and I think that's what is the key here is that fun and charmingness, which yeah. is kind of what this adventure has, which I think is why Darrington's arc worked so well. Yes, because there is something fun and charming to his work. Yeah, um, while also just being really great to look at. Like I've gotten to enjoy it in Doom Patrol, which is why when you mentioned he was going to be on that. I was like, is that going to work?
0: Yeah, I remember you being very cautious about it. And I was like, no, I love he. You're like, you have shown me yeah, how great yeah, he yeah. is. I can't wait to see but it. Like,
1: what I was worried about was that like he wouldn't be able to do the kind of stuff that I felt made his work just the next level. Like that yeah. meta ness. Um, like in Doom Patrol, when um, you know Danny tells yeah. the story via comic books yes. and like comic book covers, and like it's incredible. But he doesn't even need that here. He finds his own way around it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just, I think it looks fantastic.
0: It, right? I'm so glad you agree because I thought this was like one of the best looking Batman comics in a long time. Well,
1: it has like a sense of nostalgia.
0: Yes. And like. But a modern, but a modern, modernity to it.
1: I, I agree with that. A modernity. Yes. If you will. Um, And it also has a really great sense of design. Yes. Uh, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And there are some moments where we see Batman and has this whole like, like lino cut or lino cut mm. feel to it which um, you may know as like this kind of like stamping thing that you can do at times but it relies a lot on heavy lines and I was like that's so cool I just I just love it I just yeah. love how that felt
0: uh, I I agree with you about the nostalgia look mm-hmm. but like I said like it, it, it look it is modern it doesn't hurt that it's about the riddler yeah uh basically batman needs to catch the riddler uh riddler sends a riddle it's pretty obvious and superficial batman thinks that's kind of weird mm-hmm. when he gets there it's a flash mob of riddler impersonators so yeah. who are all stuntmen so he's like oh they're stuntmen that means i can kick their ass uh-huh. he chases after the riddler and it turns out the riddler is like afraid and he's forced into goading batman using riddles and so like there's a mystery afoot mm-hmm. which is like every best batman story you could possibly imagine yes uh, also goddamn. This book looks so good. Yes. Uh, and, like, I, I will drop it when Nick Darrington isn't drawing anymore, <laughs> but I don't think he is, because I think they finished it. Like, I think they finished the arc. That's great. So that's it. That's I, awesome. I don't know if I get the, the the title of this book, you know, like Batman Universe. I don't know. But I don't care.
1: Maybe it's just, like, they probably titled it that so that, considering where it was originally released mm-hmm. to get those who don't read the Batman comics to just buy a Batman yeah
0: comic. just buy this oh
1: Batman universe I love Batman I want to go right. to his
0: universe sure, yeah. why not and, um, uh, his universe by the way couldn't look better yeah. by the way like everyone from Nygma to Gordon like to Batman uh, yeah. his five o'clock shadow is some of my favorite stuff yeah just his Batman just he looks like he looks great he looks like a guy
1: and it's interesting his design like is like not quite the short ears, not quite the long no ears, it's like a
0: nice little like it's something i haven't i don't see often mm-hmm. and so it feels fresh
1: yeah there is like something like not i'm not saying it looks like this at all but like just some panels give me like a brave and the bold
0: yes that's, feel. this book should have been called batman the brave and the bold absolutely i had the exact same <laughs> No, I, I had the same thought. That's great. Um, obviously, Bendis can't help himself. He puts Ginny Hex in there, who's a the character he created. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. He's out of control. Yep. Uh, yep. And he will never not be. Uh, Batman be- sees her for a few seconds, and then she leaves the book forever. So, whatever. Fine.
1: Fine. I mean, like, here's the thing. Even if it hints at the idea of Batman dealing with the supernatural, you know me, I love that because it's just, you know, Batman fish out of water, yeah. even though he's not, because he's done it so many times, he just hates it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh.
0: So then Batman fights Deathstroke the Terminator and Mm -hmm. it's an awesome fight and, uh, you know, things don't go well and then Green Arrow shows up and saves his ass.
1: Yeah, by the way, what I love about Darrington's work and also the letterer they got for this is how on board they are to incorporate onomatopoeia into the actual artwork and Mm -hmm. not just make it as an overlay or make it a whole panel thing. Like it's literally just part of what's happening. Yeah. And like when he says green arrow, it says the nostalgia (laughs) thing of it being the logo for green arrow. And I'm like, that's just so fun. Yeah. Um, I really just had a great time reading this, but again, like you said, like a lot of it was due to Darrington. Yes. Um,
0: yeah the charm who's, is there who's it was
1: legitimately a really nice guy like right. he's just a no, really true. cool friendly dude yeah
0: <laughs> no it, this book is everything it, it has everything going for it but if like Mikael Yannan had drawn it it would look like it would be like who gives a crap right but, who like,
1: colored this
0: uh, I have to assume it's his usual colorist
1: I'm wondering that because I think that's Tamara Bonvillain mm.
0: here <coughs> pardon me I'm just still getting over this cold it's just horrible
1: Oh, here, go here. Oh, never mind. Oh, no, I wanted you to. Never mind. I'll do it. You keep talking. All right. Well. I just, for my own edification, I just want sure. to know. No, it's not. It's Dave Stewart. It's a little off. That's why I was wondering. It's not quite.
0: No, but I kind of like it.
1: <laughs> I like, no, I love it. Yeah. I like, think it looks really, really good. I was like, it's very, wow.
0: v- It's very vibrant.
1: Yeah, it looks <clears throat> good. It's actually a little more muted for his work from Doom Patrol. Yeah. But like I was like, that works. This looks great. I, yeah. I had a good time. Right. A good time was had by me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So check it out. Buy it. Um, because it's so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You know us. We're not really ones who are big fans of Bendis's. Superman nope um, but we're judging this entirely on its own merit mm-hmm you know so like I, I liked the story it was fun is it like a silly Batman mystery thing yeah
0: yeah what else are you reading comics for <laughs> uh, well
1: sometimes I like it to have a little more depth or oh yeah like d- sometimes but like you but, know like, and sometimes is... they
0: surprise me with it but otherwise you yeah Yeah.
1: But, like, this is what I like. I'm not saying that Bendis should take over Batman. But, like, I don't mind Bendis writing a Batman, like, little mini. Yeah. Sometimes that's what writers do best. Yes. So, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like guys who are currently on Batman uh tim mickleday is helping us out uh and adam asamoah says can we get frank miller's 300 for the 300th back issues we've all read 300 uh it would just be us talking about." we also it. all saw it we all saw it so we all read it because <laughs> it's literally the book uh yeah like no they left out like one panel of this and that and no no no, no. like it's it's the same thing so no <laughs> trust me it, you wouldn't want it it would just be us being like yeah i agree like i agree with myself you know that's the that like who wants to watch a comic book show where it's just a bunch of like, you know, white dudes and a girl talking about the book they read. That's the most obvious thing you could get. So Okay. you don't want that
1: I'd watch that
0: you you could everywhere just type in comic books on YouTube and you'll it's find true. it that's uh, true so let's recommend some books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up Ooh, let's do it or at least that we're gonna pick up yeah I'm gonna check out Jimmy Olsen number one it's from Matt Fraction so obviously it's gonna be great but like it's also Jimmy Olsen so you never know uh, but Jimmy Olsen finally a 12 issue miniseries is coming out uh, I know that this has been teased for a long time wow um, you know, this is coming off the heels of the Lois Lane book, which we did buy but didn't read because I just couldn't care less about the Superman universe right now. Just couldn't care less. I just
1: love that you bought it, though. You're I like, did. I bought
0: it. I'm like, I'm going to read this. And I just was like, ugh.
1: Well, I, I went to go read it as well. And then, like, I just kept slotting things mm-hmm. over Other it. Other things I was like, I just need took to, I need notes. to do. I need to read this. I need to read
0: this. But uh, I hear it's good. Like, I, it, and it's not by King, so it'll be even better. Also, it's not by, what's his name? Bendis. So
1: what's his name we just talked about him a whole
0: lot right? i know right his name? uh the Moof social club says mr miracle back issues is happening yeah 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 tiffany's gonna do it and uh probably sooner than later not
1: gonna pretend like i'm not like struggling with the idea of having to explain that book to ethan and ben
0: yeah yeah
1: not gonna pretend like that's that the struggle is real folks the struggle is real
0: totally <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh what do you recommend
1: Oh, um, I gotta, I, you know, like I'm not a big Aquaman person, but like lately I've been a big Aquaman person. I know. Um, I just literally can't get enough of Victor Bogdanovic's art mm-hmm. and kind of digging on what Kelly DeConnick is doing over there with Aquaman. So I'm gonna say Aquaman 50. Um, there is a it's the year of the villain so whatever there's some sort of like um, variant that you can get it'll be a cardstock variant Ooh. it's kind of cool looking that
0: is cool honestly it's um, Black Man
1: he looks cool he's, he's a really cool he's a great in, drawing he's a great drawing he's just a cool looking drawing um, but I'm really more excited about the content of the book than the outside of the book um, so I'm gonna check it out I mean like Aquaman just got his memories back Mara has some, some stuff going on too she's back they were dead but now they're back yeah uh oh and she was pregnant dun dun dun
0: yep so
1: I am in (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm recommending Silver Surfer Black number two of five from Donny Cates and Trad Moore the first issue was fun and interesting Um, you know it's Stony Kate's being like look at my characters that I created recently but like at the same time it's a love letter to Stan Lee's favorite character or right. at least from what he said before everyone is Stan Lee's favorite character but like uh, it, it's a Silver Surfer book so if you want to see more Silver Surfer you gotta buy it but number two uh, second issue out of five it's not you know if you already bought the first one you're Practically almost finished with the series, I don't think now. that's how that works. Well, no, check it out. It's uh, a <laughs> the, the art is crazy, and is, the story wild. is neat, yeah. Um, so you know, and it's it, it really plays with it,
1: yeah. And it's cosmic, so if you're looking for something very cosmic,
0: yeah, I'm yeah. sure this won't be the last cameo or surprise character who appears in the series, sure, right? So check that out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, okay. What do you got?
1: Um I, I, in the wake of everything over in print wise over at DC saying they're going away, Young Animal is still rolling in strong. Yeah, what? Just literally me- Doom Patrol just came out. And now Collapser will be coming out. It seems like very indie. So I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna give it at least one shot for me.
0: It is only a six issue mini, It is a six
1: issue mini, so like that's cool. Um, but like it's about a dude who ends up with a black hole. Like he gets it in the mail. Very acme. Of them. I'm sure wily e. Coyote sent it to him. But the cover looks neat, and sometimes that's enough to get me to pick up something. So right. I'm going to check it out.
0: That's fair. Uh, I've heard some weird speculation on Captain Marvel number eight, and so I'm going to check it out because okay. apparently there's already like a lot of crap around it they're basically they're they're dropping a new character in this book and so there's like the speculators market's kind of like picking it up they're like oh marvel's created a new female superhero character and they're debuting in captain marvel number eight kelly thompson uh i really liked the amanda connor covers um i think amanda connor was born to draw carol danvers i love her style in general Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean she was born to draw harley quinn but if, but in a pinch, she should draw Carol Danvers.
1: <laughs> but if she's over at Marvel.
0: She might as well. Because uh, <laughs> she's great. Uh, but like, I, and I kind of fell off this series, but like, I liked where it was going. So I'm going to pick it back up and take it as an opportunity to catch back up. Because, you know, why not? Okay. And uh, since I don't participate in speculation, that kind of thing, uh, I will not be buying it in physical. Uh, so, you know. There you go. There you go.
1: Um, my last thing is, if you have been getting on the anniversary printings of Sandman, the 30th issue or 30th anniversary of Volume 10, The Wake, the final of. Neil Gaiman's The Sandman is coming out, um, so you can go check that out. And that's not counting, like, Overture and the other random things no. later on. This is the final of the main series. <laughs> yes,
0: the end of Sandman.
1: Yes, yeah. so you can go check that out and learn a little bit more about Daniel Hall, kind of. You would have really learned that in the kindly ones, but it's fine. Yeah, you just, yeah check it out. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, with that in mind, we just want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us. And before we go, uh, we I tried out a new thing, uh, so if you haven't already checked it out, go to Instagram.com slash official mm-hmm. i'm trying out this thing nobody wants to watch con videos the con video thing is dead or at the very least like uh, unless you're just starting out and you're trying them out in which case i think it's really valuable to try to do because it teaches you a lot about like working with other people and talking to them and in interpersonal relationships and where, how to set up a shot and how to deal with the sound and mm-hmm. bringing cam lugging camera equipment to con like to conventions uh we don't need to do that anymore it turns out we never really did but it helped us learn a lot mm-hmm. um but like the con video you know like oh look at the con look at the toys look at the walls look at these characters yeah like the cosplayers I feel like that video is kind of is is absolutely the dodo on this channel you will not be seeing any more of those videos on YouTube but I feel like there might be an audience for that kind of thing and you can make like a minute and a half two minute long video where it's just like hey look at me at the con look at us at the show Mm -hmm. look at this kind of fun thing fly on the wall stuff I like that when I need to like peek into what a con's going to be all about yeah and so we're trying that out over on the Instagram uh, account through IGTV, uh, Instagram TV. See, they still use the TV. That's why I used it because it's evergreen. Sure. That's why Comic Pop TV on Twitch.tv. TV. But All yeah, um, right. But uh, yeah. Uh, but over over there, I launched the first of hopefully more. We'll see what happens, how it's viewed. Uh, I went over to Denver Comic Con like last month, and I shot this. Like I had nothing to do on the last day. Legitimately, I my plane left at six. The con started at ten. It took a forty-five minutes to get to the airport support. I had nothing to do. Right, so right. I shot like a lot of B-roll with my phone and I like finally sat down today, cut it all together in a premiere and made a little video about it. Nice. And threw it up on or Instagram TV, IGTV. So if you go to our, you, our our Instagram channel, you can watch that video and see if it's like something you might enjoy. If you do, I have an, I have like a two or three year old Baltimore Comic Con video that I can cut together, which will be perfect for that kind of format. Nice. So anyway, I just thought it would be kind of fun. Also, uh, if you like this channel and you want to help us out watch the comic pop draws episode it's a lot of fun expand your horizon see what's going on
1: it's only like 10 minutes
0: yeah i keep it really short it's uh, so
1: fun similarly
0: you should also check out our patreon patreon.com slash see what the rewards are something you might be interested in you don't have to do it i'm never gonna make it like a paywall kind of thing but uh you get air, you get all your access and updates and stuff like that and just recently uh some people just received some special primo comic pop boxes full of Duff from the office nice so uh if that's a, if that appeals to you check it out otherwise we'll see you here on this channel i'm sal i'm divany don't forget what there's super chat oh crap uh algae try says take my money for being cool thank you for being cool yourself Nice. Uh, meow nyan says card captors sakura for back issues lol please and thank you (laughs) no but thank you very much for the suggestion Uh, multi cheerio do you have any Nightwing books to recommend Uh, if you're ever interested in Nightwing I highly recommend the Elseworlds book New World Order I think it's called Uh, but especially and more importantly the the first arc like that Chuck Dixon run Uh, check that out if you want to if you want to like Nightwing wing. Uh, sexy Skeletor says Grant doesn't care if they use Damien. He specifically killed him off so other writers wouldn't have to deal with him. Tomasi is who brought him back. Uh, actually, I believe editorial brought him back mm-hmm. and Tomasi was the hired gun that did so. And yes, Grant Morrison did, in fact, deliberately kill Damien. But what he fails to understand or what he fails to articulate to his biggest fans is that what he did was he created Damien. Okay? And when you create a character at DC or Marvel and they're the direct offspring of one of your premier characters, that character is never going to stay dead and never gonna stay out of the limelight. So as much as Grant Morrison thought that by creating him and then a couple years later killing him was going to make him go away that that, first of all that has you he would have to be delusional to think that was going to happen second of all he'd have to be lying to say that that was the intent from the beginning so trust me when i tell you that no he was never intending for damien to be gone forever yes tomasi was the first one to bring him back no that was not going to be the last time you ever saw damien uh, also, Eddie Eckerberg says, I also support a, car- a card capture Sakura package. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, you know what? All right. If this episode gets like, a t- no, I'm not even going to, no, I don't know enough about it. We'd have to get somebody to come in who actually knows anything. You don't
1: know anything about Cardcaptor Sakura?
0: Why would I know anything about that? I know nothing about that
1: cultural phenomenon i'm
0: sorry but i don't it's not for me but the cloud cards i don't even know what that means but uh, you know Just help, help, uh, <laughs> if, if if like ethan or tiffany are like our cl- closet card captor fans <laughs> then you will see that episode uh, by the way lemon p says blue marvel back issues that'd be really cool if it, maybe. If they make like a Blue Marvel show or movie, then yes. If not, when we hit like 400, 500,000 subscribers, then you will see it. <laughs> but like, we're trying to stay alive. <laughs> so, you know, we need to make Batman videos. I'm sorry. It, it, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. But I love Blue Marvel. I think he's a great character. And I would, you know, I want to do books like, like like Captain America Black and White or yeah, Red, White, yeah. and Black. Like, I want to do those kinds of books. Um, Blue Marvel's a cool one. You know, I would love to do Al Ewing's uh, Ultimate but it's just like it's harder to do so you know, <laughs> uh, but anyway, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we'll see you guys next time here on Comic Pop. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and uh, click the bell for notifications. Uh, and if nothing else, we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow with even more stuff. Uh, I think this episode will go live on Tuesday, so really what you'll see is back is that, issues on Wednesday. Right, but you'll see us again. That's right. Uh-huh. So we'll see you then. Yeah. Thanks a lot for watching. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. <laughs>